like could not contain my excitement. Like I wanted to like <laughs> scream and shout and yell like like with joy and happiness. And I remember even like like there wasn't anyone immediately around me on the trail, but like, you know, every couple of minutes I'd pass someone. So I didn't want to like yell because I don't want someone to think that like <laughs> I, I'm in trouble or something. But I'm like running on me, running myself. I'm like, dude, like, fuck yeah. Like, let's fucking go. This is so sick. This is modern day hippie. We are your homies who've done nearly every drug under the sun. Over 600 psychedelic trips and nearly every kind of bender you can possibly imagine have armed us with a universe of knowledge. I'm Yuki, and with my co-host Reggie, we talk about how we do drugs in a responsible, safe, and fun way to improve our lives. Before we dive in, and so we don't get sued, a quick legal disclaimer. This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. Our goal is to educate and inform others about the realities of substance use in an engaging and entertaining format. We share these experiences so you can learn from them without trying them yourself. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to attempt to recreate anything found in this episode or in any of our other content. We are not confessing to any act stated in this podcast. The content in this episode should not be treated as factual or real in any way. With that, we welcome you through our portal and hope you enjoy the show. What's up, hippies? Hope you're having an absolutely vibey day so far. Today, I wanted to talk about how running makes me high as fuck. Damn. Running. Dude, running. Dude, yeah. You have Dude. been running a lot lately. <laughs> Dude, I've... I've become obsessive about it, right? And it's like, up until a few months ago, like, I was not a runner at all. I was like, I freaking hate running. Like, why would anyone do this? Um, but everyone, like, has, I think, heard the term of, like, the runner's high. Dude, that shit is, like, too real. Like, I literally, like, I, I've had several conversations recently, just a lot of thoughts about how, like, my experience, my extensive experience with drugs has influenced, like, how I compare the like runner is high to specific substances that I'm doing. And so I want, yeah, I wanted to like briefly touch on that today because it's kind of opened my mind to what are other activities and things you can do in regular life that are not doing drugs that can give you similar types of effects, whether in your mind or in your body. Um, and I think it's a really interesting, just like frame of thinking. And honestly, I think I'm just at the surface of it. I want to delve deeper into it. Um, but I feel like, doing drugs has given me the framework to understand how other really kind of like um like self-serving or just like personal activities can feel so like running is like the main one i want to talk about today but breath work and like wim hof type breathing um is another one that i didn't want to touch on because i've had some really interesting experiences with that and a lot of people i know who've done it way more than than i have have also had like trip-like experiences with it Dude, yeah, that one's crazy. But, but let's hear about the running first, man. I'm, I've like run before. You know what I mean? I think I've had the runners high, but I would not compare it to drugs. Like, what's going on with you? Like, and how long did it take you to like get to that point? Yeah, yeah. So, so what I'll say is, it probably. So I, when I started running, like I sucked at running. Like that, my whole thing is that like I am not naturally good at running. It's taken me a lot of just like reps and effort to improve at it and even now i'm like not like crazy fast or anything but it probably took me my first like five to ten runs of like super short distances we're talking like one to two miles maybe even less than a mile at some of them um and running really slowly it took me like probably five to ten of those runs to even just kind of get that glimmer of the runner's high and to start getting to a point where i'm like oh okay like i think i understand 
what this term refers to and and how people feel when when they you know when a real runner quote unquote like gets into the swing of things um and as i've gone deeper into running as i've like a just started increasing my distance um my like average mileage i'm running and then doing some speed work it's given me like the reps and the experience i think mostly be more in tune with that feeling of the runner's high like it's given me a much more like um i'm a lot more tapped into how my body feels during a run like obviously you know now at run number like 80 versus at run number like 10 um and what else that makes sense yeah yeah And, and what i'll say about the runner's high definitively is that it's very much a scale from like a very just like lightweight moderate subtle feeling to the other extreme of something that literally feels like you're on drugs and that like very high extreme and and what honestly made me think about like this whole episode and this conversation was um i was doing a trail run this past weekend so i'm like running but also like on a hiking trail and it was like all of the stars aligned in the context of that run for me to have the most insane runner's high. Damn. Because before that, like my highs had been like, oh, you know, for like a couple of minutes during a run, once I get in the swing of things, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like lighter on my feet. I am like for that moment, I don't feel like fatigued at all. Like I generally feel like happier and right. That's like the endorf- endorphins that it releases in your head. Um, but on this specific trail run, like all these factors lined up perfectly. So it's like, you know, like, like number one, I was running outside on a beautiful day through this like gorgeous forest and environment where it was like, damn, wow. like what a beautiful day to be outside. Right. Um, number two, um, like I was a couple of miles into my run. Like I was probably at mile like three or four, I want to say. And it definitely takes me like probably two to three miles to really warm up and like, warm up the running machine that is like the body Mm -hmm. and genuinely like like when you like do long runs like your body needs a boot up time like your body when you're running is a fucking machine like i don't know there's like science that apparently says that like our bodies were like designed to run and that our long-lived ancestors like did a lot of it Um, i could say that yeah yeah and I'm, i'm learning more about that so i can't say definitively um but it's like takes a couple miles to warm up and then once you get in like the right gear like you hit the right pace you hit the right like just breath cadence like all that shit um you just get into a gear where you feel like you can go for a really long time so that's a nice feeling um and then number three uh, i want to say like 10 20 minutes before that um i took like um it's called like a goo gel they're just these running gels they're literally just like pure carbs and some of them have like small amounts of caffeine but it's like when you're running like carbs are literally just fuel and so when you're doing longer distances like you literally time how frequently you take these gels because usually it's like every gel is 100 calories worth of just pure carbs and your body just consumes that like really quickly like once it hits your stomach probably takes 10 minutes and then it just kind of like hits you um and that's like your fuel um and so like you know, I was running outside. I had like really hit my pace and my stride for that run. And then that like first gel just kind of, I feel like the nutrients like started getting into like my, my body and the way I needed for it to fuel my run. And it was this stretch of probably like 
no more than three to five minutes while I was running on this trail where like, I like could not contain my excitement. Like I wanted to like <laughs> scream and shout and yell like, like with joy and happiness. And I remember even like, like th- there wasn't anyone immediately around me on the trail, but like, you know, every couple of minutes I'd pass someone. So I didn't want to like yell because I don't want someone to think that like <laughs> I, I, I'm in trouble or something, but I'm like running and I'm running myself. I'm like, dude like fuck yeah like let's fucking go this is so sick and i'm like beaming and i'm smiling and i'm like dude like i feel like the only time i'm like this happy like like just pure joy is like when i'm on molly oh my god Um, and that feeling was just like crazy and then after the 35 minutes you know like start feeling a little tired again um you know just like regular level of fatigue sets in and you know i i I wrap up the run and like two or three miles or whatever um and so that was by far the most like acute runner's high I've ever had. And so that's why I talk about kind of like these like stars aligning, so to speak, of like really maximizing that like emotional peak. Uh, whereas now, like anytime I go for a run that's over like four or five miles, let's say, like I will definitely experience some level of a runner's high, but it's usually like more on the subtle side. You know, if like the one I just described to you with that peak, if we're saying that's a hundred percent, um, then I'd say a regular runner's high is like, you know, 20 to 30%. It's like, like I'm in tune enough to like feel it and be like, Oh, like that's nice. I'm appreciating that. It's almost like getting a second wind when you're on the long run and you're getting tired and you get that second wind. Uh, but dude, like I was like amazed, like how strong the feeling hit me. Like it just hit me. And I was like, dude, how much man. you're at the club and the music is thumping, but you, you've got nothing left in the tank. So what do you do? Sniff some cacao. Yep, you heard that right. Sniff some cacao. It's the hottest new trend in the club and party scene. One bump-sized sniff of raw chocolate powder contains the caffeine equivalent to a half cup of coffee and boom, it hits instantly. And the best part is you can now sniff cacao anytime, anywhere. Right out in the open, in front of the DJ booth or the stage, even at the VIP table with your friends. Now, how does that happen without drawing unwanted attention? Well, Snowgo's spring-loaded bump straws make it possible. These classy, triple-mirror polished bump straws are the safest, most discreet way to enjoy sniffing cacao. In fact, you've most likely already seen people wearing Snowgo's bump straws as pendants around their necks without even knowing it. Discover why sniffing cacao using Snowgo bump straws is being called the biggest revolution in partying since the invention of rock and roll. Jump on over to snowgostraws.com to learn more. That's S N O g-o-s-t-r-a-w-s dot com and use discount code mdh25 for 25 percent off your entire order how much of that do you feel like like it not being as strong the second time how much of that do you feel like is a tolerance thing versus like a stars aligning the first time thing i mean i, I don't think it's a tolerance thing right because it's like is I it like drugs like- or is it just different like I think it's just different, right? So, like on that specific run where I got that like peak runner's high, like I would say that was the only runner's high I got during that run. But it's like on any run that I do that's let's say at least five miles long, like I will have a point where it's like I get far enough into the run and I get far enough to like feel a little bit tired and I get that like second win, runner's high, whatever, and I feel it a little bit and that like brings me back up and then I taper back down you know getting tired whatever um it's definitely not a tolerance thing like i like i've been running 
basically every day and like you feel that shit like scientifically like that, that is, sense, like yeah. your brain is just shooting out endorphins and shit different, bro. <laughs> no dude dead ass and it's like my main form of exercise before running was was lifting and like lifting never gave me that type of feeling that literally feels like like the only way you can feel that way is that you know that it's like chemicals in your body like doing some type of shit you know it's not just like oh hey like you know i'm happy that i hit my like you know my my rep count on that last set of bench presses um it's like a chemical feeling that just like sneaks up on you um and you're just like it's, I don't. It's it was pretty incredible. So, did you experience the runner's high before you like had that stars aligned moment? Like, or is it kind of like when you take shrooms or something, and then you just like understand what the feelings like? So that's why you want to do it in isolation, and then every time after that, like you can identify it going forward. Like, how would you describe that? No, I, I definitely felt the runner's high before. Uh, just in like smaller increments, right? That like Sounds 20 true. to 30% level, let's say. Like I probably, the first time I felt that was probably, let's say like, I don't know, six to 10 runs into my like career of being a runner, my, my habit of being a runner. Hey hippies, we hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and are having a good time, you need to come over to YouTube and subscribe to the Modern Day Hippie YouTube channel. We publish exclusive video content, and I promise you the experience is richer and more interesting. So if you're getting any value at all, stop what you're doing, open up the YouTube app, and subscribe at Modern Day Hippie. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed yet, what are you doing? Go press subscribe. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of the show. Um, like That's when I started getting like little like glimpses of it. Like I feel like it was like, <laughs> teasing me, and then... I would say probably it took until run number like 15 or 20 for me to feel it full on. Um, Mm -hmm. And now honestly, like you bring up a really good point that I haven't thought about, which is like, right. I just had this like peak runners high literally like less than a week ago, like when I was doing the show run. And like, what if like that maybe was like a breakthrough of like, now I'm like even more in tune with what that like straight up on top of the world runners high feeling feels like, like, Am I going to like feel that peak like more frequently now? I have no clue, right? I'll, I'll report back. Uh, yeah, dude, let I, me know. Yeah, I feel like you'd be able to identify the feeling like, and therefore just cling on to it a little bit more, you know, kind of just like with any other feeling, but that's just my hypothesis, dude. You got to test it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will definitely try it out. Um, yeah, I, I think it's like, it's like, do I try to hold on to it and like see it like, you know, how long I can keep it and use it to like continue propelling my run. Or is it one of those things of just like, just enjoy the moment, appreciate it while it lasts. And then it'll fade in a couple of minutes. Then you're back to just like putting in the fucking work on the run. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's pivot to breathing exercises real quick, man. I've messed with those in the past. I'm not going to lie. And I will say, I don't know if it's like a, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I definitely feel fucking high. Like whenever I do the breathing exercises and, or if I do some kind of exercise where it cuts my breath off for a while, I don't know if you've tried that. I don't think that's very safe, but like it also kind of makes you get a form of high, not probably not as good of a high though. Yeah. I mean, the, the main breathwork experience I've had was oh, like what, 
they refer to as Wim Hof breathing, which is like a very short, like in, in, out, or just like an in, out, but you're supposed to like breathe in harder than you breathe out. I think the theory behind it is that you're hyper oxygenating your blood. And like when I've done these guided Wim Hof breathing sessions, it's like you'll do a minute or two of this like guided breath, like in unison with the group. And then you'll just do a breath hold with like your lungs completely empty of air for like 60 to 90 seconds usually. And like, I feel like I have so much oxygen in my blood that I don't feel the need to breathe at all during that. And after two or three rounds that Wim Hof breathing, like I literally, like my body starts like vibrating. Like it feels like it's vibrating. Like the body feels I get from like Molly or tripping sometimes. Um, And it's just like, that's also a really interesting feeling. Like I'm curious, like would you compare your like, breathwork highs to any like specific substance or like how how does that manifest for you Mm, no i definitely would i don't know like i don't know if i'd say molly i feel like for me things just tend to lean more psychedelic but not like visually necessarily but kind of just like the the body feeling that you get from like taking some kind of psychedelic right and i don't know if it's just because that's like the drug that i've taken the most of or if it's just because that's the feeling i'm most familiar with but whenever i do those breathing exercises it definitely feels like reminiscent of something psychedelic for me which is what i enjoy so like that's (laughs) kind of a win yeah yeah and it's a very cool reminder of those experiences like i said at the beginning of the episode in a very just normal everyday way and it makes me even more grateful to just like have experience with various drugs because it's like if i didn't have that background in that context then i wouldn't be able to appreciate this feeling that comes from the breath work or from the running yeah for real it's crazy how much of an appreciation for your own feeling like physical feelings that drugs can give you just by exposing you to them and like giving you more control over them in a sense you know or when you feel certain things dude yeah i think it really gives you this like valuable context to create your experiences against. And um, I'm all for people trying these activities. Like, so like my list consists of running and breath work. I'm sure there's a lot more modalities out there to feel that type of way without drugs. And I'd love to hear if meditation is a big one, dude, I've, I've definitely never had that strong of, um, a feeling on meditation like i think i've gotten again like tendrils of it but i haven't gotten deep enough into it to feel it that yeah, way that one requires a lot more patience and like a lot more time and effort or lack of effort i don't know how to put that <laughs> yeah yeah fair well all right dude um that's that's today's pod you've been listening to modern day hippie as you exit the portal we have just one small ask of you if you learned something new today had a laugh or resurfaced a drug story of your own, we want to hear about it. Drop us a comment on YouTube and show us some love on your favorite podcasting platforms. Internet algorithms really dog on us because of the topics that we discuss, so your support goes even further here than you might think. We'll catch you next week.